What is up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast today. My name is Cub Cooker. Every day on this podcast, we explore uh, paranormal phenomenon, prophecy, ancient scripture, and honestly, what all of that means to us using our God-given gifts, our talents, to make this world a better place. So I'm fascinated with paranormal activity, um, but I also see how it leads into Scripture perfectly, how Scripture talks about it. Um, I see so many of these shows on TV where I see an explanation for what's happening based on what Scripture says. Uh, So I wanted to share that today and do kind of a short episode. Mosfell, what is up? Uh, Elskid, what is up? Welcome. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, Wayner, thank you for being here. Squish, thanks for being here. Delbert, thank you for being here. Darren, thanks for coming in. Uh, Patterson's, uh, Noctix, what is up? Novocaine, welcome. Uh, Sosalandi, welcome. Bill Stewart, thank you for being here. God bless you guys. So I'm going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch today. I'm watching this show. It's a History Channel show. You can go check it out. Um, I think there's like three seasons now, and it's absolutely fascinating. If you like paranormal, this place has it all. Uh, You've got UFO sightings. You've got demonic entities. You have portals and vortexes. Uh, you have the, this is where the cattle mutilations were in the nineties. Um, like it is, it is absolutely insane what goes on at this ranch and they have all these rocks at the ranch. You know, there's like this huge ridge line that's just covered in this giant rock structures. And then you have the valley floor and, uh, they found some really, really crazy things on the show. I won't reveal it because I don't want to spoil the show and take any credit away from those guys. They worked super hard on making that show. Uh, But I did want to kind of put it in the background and talk about it in context to Scripture today. What is it we might be looking at on this ranch? What is it we might be looking at on other ranches like that? So, like I said, if you're watching uh, on TikTok, welcome. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, thank you guys for checking this out. Uh, Give me a follow. Check out the link that's in my profile. That will lead you to... All, I've got all the books on spirituality in there, specifically Book of Enoch uh, that we're going through right now. This is a part of the Book of Enoch study. Uh, uh, Schmolin says, uh, love the knowledge you're sharing. Thank you so much. Ken Wise says, I'm a pantheist and I believe everything is God. I believe I am God. Awesome, Ken. Good for you, brother. Um, I believe... I do believe that in, in some sense. And... Uh, I also believe he manifests himself in, in many different ways. So, sorry about the train. I'm outside, um, as I like to sit outside. I like doing these outside, so anyone listening on the podcast, sorry. But I do try to wear the earbuds so that it's less of a train noise and you guys can kind of stay up with me here. So as we're going through this study, we've seen that Enoch's been taken on a trip through time and space. We see that he's been taken on a trip up to the heavens, down to the earth. Um, He's seen how everything perfectly works for God. And then he's watched what the watchers or the fallen angels are doing to humanity. Now, whether you take this as gospel scripture truth or not is totally up to you. Um, I personally find it to be quite credible, but that's just me. Uh, so do with it what you will. I'm not here to lead anyone into 
uh, false understanding, but really just get these ideas out there because when I'm exposed to things that challenge me, uh, that often shake me, that I don't understand, like this ranch, I don't understand this ranch. Um, skinwalkers are a lore, and I'll show you guys a skinwalker real quick. Uh, this is creepy, so I don't want to leave it on the screen all the time, but uh, this is kind of what skinwalkers traditionally, you know, uh, this is the Native American, you know, uh, view of it. This is an artist rendering of it. Uh, but a lot of people say that, you know, there's skinwalkers that take on the form of a wolf or a bear. Uh, some of them say that they're just shadow entities. Uh, all mythical beasts are real. I totally agree. There are a lot of Eno uh, Enochian ideas in the New Testament. Absolutely. In fact, at church yesterday, uh, the we had a guest pastor and he was going through uh, Jude, the epistle of Jude, and like the entire epistle of Jude is talking about Enoch. It's talking about what the watchers did. It's talking about why that spirit being in the church is not a good thing. So uh, the mountains are slumming giants. Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, so I again, I try to like, let's talk about all of this in open and honesty. And so there have been demonic or alien or whatever you want to call it entities. I call them fallen angels. Uh, demons, as we see biblically, are from the children of the Watchers or the fallen angels and the daughters of men. And they created giants or men of old and renown that we would hear about, like your Hercules, that type of stuff, Goliath in the Bible. Um, and then with the flood, a lot of them were unalived. And so their spirits remain and walk the earth. So, and here's where I want to get into this just a little bit and then I'll, I'll check out y'all's comments thank you for all the comments this ranch this is one of the houses on the ranch and there is some insane stuff that happens around this uh to the point of people getting dizzy passing out time loss uh literal temperature changes that they were documenting and they could see on the FLIR cameras this documentary is super super revealing um, so far, you know, they haven't proven anything yet. I, I doubt they will because here's the deal with paranormal activity and phenomenon. Uh, we can't explain it. We have scripture that describes it and we still don't understand it. We have ancient stories and legends that talk about it. Sorry about the flies out here. Uh, there are so many things when it comes to paranormal activity. And I cannot explain this ranch. It scares me. It's creepy. And that's why I wanted to share it. Um, because I think it's important for us to talk about. No matter what walk of faith you are, no matter where you're at, whether you're just a spiritual person, whether you're a Christian, a Buddhist, a Muslim, uh, a Catholic, an agnostic, or you're completely, you just don't even believe in any of this. I think it's important to have exposure to these ideas because it prompts something in us where if we ever experience something like that, then it might be life-changing for us. And I think that's important. So uh, what documentary is this? It's called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. It's on Hulu right now. Um, and it is the History Channel produced it. So if you don't have Hulu, I think it's on Amazon as well to rent. Um, there's three seasons. And in fact, I think two of them are on Hulu and one of them is on uh, Amazon. Uh, or the, the latest one is on Amazon. I think they're all on Amazon, but... Uh, so kind of go check streaming services. The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. It's actually produced by the same. It's Prometheus Media. 
who does Ancient Aliens, and I'm a big fan of Ancient Aliens, but this is so well documented, so well researched. They use a lot of science, and I like that. To me, science can look for physical and energetic expressions of God, of angelic realms, of portals, um, and, and we may never know in this realm what they really are, but we can certainly observe them and talk more about him. Um, so let's see. Both positive and negative aspects are necessary. Uh, fall of Lucifer and Elohim was a plan. Absolutely. Uh, no consequences. Absolutely. Um, not coincidence. Excuse me. Um, I have listened to... Have you ever listened to the Lord of Spirits podcast? I have not. I will check it out, definitely. Uh, so what is the height of a giant? Um, in some scriptures, they were, you know, as much as 13 or 14 feet tall. Some of them have, in, have them being way taller than that, but the average was between like 8 and 14 feet tall. Um, so, you know, large enough to wield power over a community or be the god of a community or the demigod of a community. Um, and we see that too, you know, God says, I'll give you over to your other gods. And, and that's in uh, Genesis. And so uh, during the time of Nebuchadnezzar, when he uh, scattered people on the earth, you know, he said, I'll give you to your gods. And so I'm a big believer that gods are real. I'm a big believer that um, that all of the weird stuff in the Bible is true. I'm a believer that all the weird stuff in scripture is true. Anyone that has an experience with it writes it down from their point of view, just like we're doing now on Skinwalker Ranch. If you're the Navajo people, it says that they put a curse on it because they were kind of uh, indentured servants, if you will, of uh, the the other uh, tribe that was on this land. I can't remember the other tribe, but so they were, you know, basically working for them. And so I guess at some point, legend has it that the Navajo people cast a curse on this land. Well, as it says in the book of Enoch, as God's talking to the watchers, he said, and when anyone makes a curse, it will be bound by you. And so, and I'm paraphrasing, you guys can go read it, but, um, but it's basically saying that anytime a curse is put on a piece of land, anytime a curse is put on a person or a, a tribe or whatever that is, that the fulfiller of that will be you. And that's what I take from it. So you guys go read it. Check it out. It's in like the first or second chapter of Enoch. Um, but it's just mind-blowing to me because then we see this curse happening. Then we see UFOs. We see demonic entities, fallen angels. We see the children of those fallen angels, which would be, or the, I guess it would be the great-grandchildren. So the children of them would be the Nephilim. And then the, the uh, souls of those Nephilim are... The, the the demons is what Enoch says. So according to Enoch, you have the fallen angels, which came down and created their own race of people, which were the Nephilim. They ruled over men of the earth. They taught them war and instruments of war and magics and different secrets of the heavens without God's plan wrapped around it. Um, they were wiped out and their children, as they uh, were unalived, those souls rose up to torment men, and those are what we consider demons today. So that's the mythology of it, uh, the mythology of it from Book of Enoch, uh, or theology. I consider it theology. I consider it something of value to study um, and actually look into and, um, I don't know, believe as part of my worldview. 
So um, I'm trying to put a cover on my drink here. And I promise I'll start doing these inside one of these days so you guys don't have the train and everything. But lately I've just been trying to uh, kind of get these out there and really just get in the habit of getting them out there so it's not so much like, okay, get ready, turn the lights on, blah, blah, blah. So it's a great podcast. There's two Orthodox priests who are ancient Near Eastern textual scholars. Dude, that sounds awesome. I'm going to have to check that out for sure. Um, I like the fact that ancient aliens makes you think, makes you question all activities. Yes, all activities. I love that. Absolutely. I need to check this out. 72222. I saw 12 orbs in the sky. There was no road. Dude, that is awesome. And that's the thing, too. Are these, and I'm going to get into some weird stuff with this study, um, mainly because Enoch deals with it, the Bible deals with it, and we see it in this paranormal activity. And I'm probably going to start doing a lot more paranormal activity stuff on here. Not the movie, but, you know, paranormal phenomenon. Uh, because it's it's fascinating to me, and it's really easy to tie into Scripture. Um, you guys seem to enjoy it. And so as we launched this podcast, it was originally going to be about, like, kingdom manifesting and all that stuff, uh, which I believe in and I still fit into here. But I think we're going to focus it a little bit more on uh, paranormal phenomenon, ancient Scripture, and prophecy. Um, and if you guys like that, drop yes. Drop yes down there just so I know. Uh, is that something you want to hear more of? Like, do you like that that sort of bent on this channel? Um, obviously, doing the Enoch study lends itself to that perfectly. But after this, I have spiritual technology study. I have weird verses of the Bible study. I have mythical creatures in the Bible study. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff we can do. Other scriptures we can do. We can do Epic of Gilgamesh. We can do... Uh, Native American lore, like we can do so much of this, and I can even travel, and I'm willing to travel to go see some of these places, if that's what you guys want, you guys just let me know, um, if not, if you want to see more like the kingdom manifesting, and just kind of the lighter side of life, then I'll keep doing that, and I don't want to get too weird and creepy and serious with this, but I do like exploring this stuff with you guys, so, uh, do you think all giants were evil? I think as with anything, no, there's no, you know, life's a rainbow, not black and white. And, um, of course, I think there had to be some good ones. I think there was probably a lot of angry, violent ones. Um, there was, you know, we even see some scriptures where they talk about the giants helping them and being, like, good to the people and stuff. So, uh, you know, I think, um, I, I, I think... I think that's definitely a possibility. And I think, you know, the flood was to do a reset. And, and as with any reset, there's like collateral damage, right? Like, I mean, we live on this living, breathing, organic planet that God set forth. Um, it was set up a certain way. Then you have heavenly realms that come down and mess with that. It wasn't just like eating an apple in the Garden of Eden. And then here we are, um, you know, we still see the spirit of the watchers in the world today. And the things happening on this ranch, you know, might they be of uh, the origin of the Watchers? You know, uh, if, if we're seeing paranormal activity there, uh, we've seen on that ranch that these things are causing health issues for people on this show and on the crew. Um, and so they don't seem, um, you know, kind, uh, if, that's, if that's a word. 
Uh, and if they are, maybe it's misinterpreted as malice because of the energy levels that they're requiring to travel between realms or maybe they're stuck in this realm and trying to get to the other one or between realms or something. Um, so, uh, let's see. Uh, thank you guys for following the host. I just started uh, to reread Enoch. Awesome. Who are the Watchers? The Watchers are a tribe of fallen angels in the book of Enoch and in Genesis and other places, even in the New Testament. It's referred to that there were 200 fallen angels that fell to earth. And I'm not saying they look like this. I'm just saying we have this, this alien theologies, these alien beliefs. And then we see that angels fell to earth. We don't know what angels look like. Um, in fact, biblically accurate angels look an awful lot like UFO craft, look an awful lot like these type of entities. Um, and so it's very interesting. But the Watchers are 200 angels that descended, it says descended, on Mount Hermon um, in the days of Jared, which are before the days of Noah. And so this is, um, Enoch was a scribe of God, and he wrote down, uh, well, not him personally, but there, this work is attributed to his, his life, his experiences, uh, that these Watchers, 20 of them, the leaders of 10, made this agreement to all take wives from the daughters of men and create their own race, their own race of uh, superhumans, essentially. I mean, let's make it sound as weird as possible, right? Um, and so they created these giants, or called Nephilim, and then God sent the flood, the Nephilim all passed off the earth, or, or most of them did, and their souls rose, tormented men, and that's what we call demons today. So that's the mythology of all these things that you see today there's a train we just we just let that be background that's the music for this podcast we just let that be the background so um but that's i thought biblical angels had many eyes absolutely so um i was reading ezekiel i think it was on the podcast yesterday and it talks about the eyes on them and the wheel inside the wheel and the wheel inside the wheel, in the, per, the particular translation I was reading, says that they are parallel to the, grill, the ground, that they lay flat on the ground, um, and that there's a wheel inside the wheel. And so it's not like a wheel this way and a wheel that way, like making a cross shape. It's a wheel inside a wheel, as in maybe the outer spins and the inner floats or something, um, and that it had eyes of barrel around that, and barrel being like a light blue color, which makes me think of LEDs, which makes me think of UFOs. I mean, it's like it's almost like Ezekiel was literally describing a flying saucer. Um, and so those are also considered angels or types of angels. And who's to say that this technology is not harnessing spiritual energy or spiritual entities to move it through realms and protect that energy that it not get lost in other realms? And so that's just kind of my thought here, you know. Uh, where do you see giants? Um, uh, so today's demons are the spirits of the giants, is according to Enoch, according to the book of Enoch, and according to uh, Genesis and like biblical theology. Today's demonic entities that would torture people, um, or that you would see like in movies, or even people have felt presence of or experienced in their own life, would be the souls or the spirits of the giants that passed away from the earth. So yes, that is correct, according to Enoch. 
Uh, now, and I find that interesting because wherever there's a curse set forth in Enoch, the watchers, the fallen angels, or as I call them, the aliens, uh, whatever you want to call them, I mean, these could all be one and the same. We call them aliens now. Who's to say that in Bible times they didn't call them angels? And who's to say they aren't angels? We don't know. Heavenly realms, God has all kinds of creations in the heavenly realm and all kinds of legions of servants in the heavenly realms. We don't know what any of this stuff looks like. All we have is little experiences we have on this earth. Jane, what's up? Welcome back. Uh, Something wicked this way comes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. That's plural meaning in many realms. Absolutely. You know, and uh, powers and principalities are a type of angel as well. Seraphim is a type of angel. The seraphim is the flaming sword that was put at the uh, mouth of the Garden of Eden to protect everyone from going back there and eating from the uh, the tree of life and living forever in sin. Like what would have been more horrible is to live forever in that sin and with what the watchers were doing and everything and what God knew was happening. So um, let's just be honest. We don't have all the pieces to this, but this is what's considered a Native American skinwalker. They experience supernatural phenomenon, shapeshifters, demonic entities sometimes they would take on the form of uh, a wolf or a bear sometimes they would take on the form of a shadow creature sometimes they called them uh, the disembodied Um, so if there's demonic entities that could be taking different forms we just don't know again uh, as creepy as some of this can get as creepy as it sounds um, I highly recommend watching this documentary. It's on History Channel. I'm not working with them or anything. I'm not affiliated. I would love an invite to this ranch if anyone um, knows anyone that owns the ranch or, or has anything to do with the TV show. I would love to go out there and offer a biblical perspective of what's going on. That's kind of one of my goals is you guys have been supporting a lot of the stuff I've been doing on here. The Book of Enoch study, all the paranormal content. Um, and you guys seem to really like that it's wrapped in kind of that biblical and scriptural context and I do too and that's what I love so I would love to be able to go check this ranch out um, and and live stream from there and take you guys along with me uh, virtually here so uh, is it only on the History Channel? It is on Hulu right now that's where I'm watching it and then also Amazon has all three seasons I believe there's two seasons on Hulu. I don't know. Licensing weird stuff. You know how they do that. Um, so I'm going to rent the other season, the third season, as I get done with the second season. Um, but just a few things that happen here. There, there are a couple of properties, and I won't try try. I will try not to give anything away. There's a couple of properties uh, that have high, high energy levels on them. There's even been radiation exposure on some of these properties. They put FLIR cameras, which read uh, temperatures, and uh, they can do certain things. They even played a Hebrew chant, and this is this will spoiler alert for one of the episodes. But they had a, a Hebrew rabbi come out and play a chant um, uh, that's a prayer, a Hebrew prayer to open portals, open the portals of heaven. And uh, he prayed over this place and did the chant, and they immediately had a shift. 20 to 30 degrees in temperature on one of these properties. I think it was property two. It's not this one. It's one that's over here in the tree line. And they're just falling down and they're creepy and terrifying. You hear that noise? That's creepy and terrifying. Um, 
It's called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch is the documentary, by the way. Um, do y'all really believe this? Um, I'm really just here to share, uh, believe or not believe, they're experiencing some things. They're able to read some scientific readings, some really weird scientific readings that, you know, and then seeing things in the sky. I think they've caught more unidentified flying objects, UFO phenomenon over this ranch in this documentary than anything I've ever seen because they've almost figured out how to set it off. Like when they dig, when they do energy uh, readings on the ground, whenever they kind of get close to turning over a rock of truth, if you will, uh, these things manifest in the sky. Uh, they have weird uh, radio signals showing up. Very, very strong radio signals and stuff like that, by the way. Not like someone's Wi-Fi running, but like really weird things that are like, one of the guys had to go to the hospital and, you know, you can watch it and go, it's a show, they're pushing it, you know, for views and everything. And, of course, they're, someone's directing it, and they're trying to get as much as they can out of this. But they're also reading some really interesting scientific data that's showing what paranormal activity is, and or at least what it manifests as in scientific data. And that's really interesting to me. So, uh, I've seen a chupacabra here in my country. Uh, oh, what country are you in? They're very similar to skinwalkers. Yeah, and I, I used to, uh, you know, my brother growing up, he wanted to be a cryptozoologist. And how funny is it that I'm the one doing the paranormal videos now, and he's just an engineer. Uh, nothing, with engin nothing wrong with engineers, but um, I do find it interesting. That was his passion growing up, and I thought he was weird. And then now I'm the spiritual one, and I love researching this stuff. Um, and so, and I do all of this, by the way, like I love God. Um, I believe in Yeshua. I believe he is the way, but I believe all of this that's happening on this ranch has something to do with, um, what happens in the Bible and some of the things they see out here with, you know, orbs moving through the trees and then different shadows. They've had all the cattle mutilations out here in the nineties. And then even some while the show was there, um, crazy, crazy stuff. And we see that, um, I think it was, I think it's Moses. I need to, need to reread it. I read it the other day, but it, he was told to lay out a sacrifice of several different animals and cut them up. This is graphic. So, and cut them up in pieces and lay them on an altar. And then it says he slipped into a vision. People were slipping into visions around these houses here and losing time, uh, and just being transported and didn't even know where they were. Um, and again, you can say that's made up, but then we see the same thing in the Bible. And so it's like really weird. Well, when that would happen, then it says a smoking fire pot and a flaming lamp went between the sacrifices and then split. Um, and so in the Bible, you see that there's a correlation with these glowing orbs, sacrifices, altars. They built an altar here with the rabbi to do the chant, and then they triggered all these entities or these energies or whatever's going on. And to me, it's fascinating. You know, whether you believe it or not, I'm not here to tell you if it's true or not. I'm here to get everyone to think and stop and, go and question reality, question uh, religion that maybe we've all been brought up with, question what do we really believe, and, and go out and find answers, because I think that's important. And if you look at Christ, he was there challenging the status quo. He was challenging the pre-laid out, preconceived belief patterns um, and all of the tradition that was in society. And that's really all I want to do is just, this stuff fascinates me. 
let's have a conversation about it. What do we think it is? And let's lead into a deeper belief, a deeper spirituality, a deeper experience of who God is, what truth is, and, and ultimately who we are in this story of a world that we can't explain. We don't even know how it got here. A humanity that we can't explain. We don't even know how we've evolved or whatever to this point. A place like a ranch that can have energy signatures and almost look later in the season um, like it could be some sort of you know charging port for these heavenly entities, good or bad, whatever they are. Um, again, spiritual technology I've talked about over and over and over. Uh, what town? So this is in Utah. It's near Salt Lake City within like a couple of hours. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'll take some questions here. Sorry. Let me get a drink here. And I need to get a drink sponsor for this. That would be super cool. So I don't have to hide the logo. Uh, skinwalkers attract Bigfoots. They fight. I would believe that. There's just so many creatures we don't know about. So much of this planet is unexplored. And even if it's been explored, portals can certainly change the game for even explored land. Uh, I've seen a scary animal run out from my woods, small but fast, galloping horns all over its head. Whoa, yeah, that's creepy. Uh, New Zealand, awesome. Uh, welcome from New Zealand, uh, Impressadel. Uh, a Impressadel. I hope I said your name right. So... Um, anyway, Chupacabra is super interesting. Um, I'm also researching the Watchers case. Yes, definitely research Trixie. Um, that's what I like doing, and I'm, I'm trying to do research. I do this full-time, by the way. So uh, we've had several people join the Patreon. Thank you guys that have joined Patreon to support this. It is like it means the world to me. Um, living on my savings right now. Uh, trying to make a full-time go at this, to do this, to bring truth to people, ancient scripture, paranormal activity, all of this type of things. Um, I even bought UFO drums that I'm going to play uh, on like special evening live streams. Uh, just like I'm a hippie who loves to find truth, and I love people, and I love God, and I love life, and I love that we even have weird stuff like this going on to go and research like it's so cool that we don't have these mundane lives that so many people live those mundane lives and i just thank you for being here thank you that we don't have to live those if you want to join the enoch study and understand more of what i'm talking about with like the watchers and the fallen angels and the visions of heavenly realms and kind of how all that ties in over in my profile is a link cubcooker.me um, and I have the Patreon on there. I have the Enoch book studies. I have some Lost Gospel book studies. I have the high vibration instruments that I play. We're going to talk a lot about sound technology and vibrational triggering of certain uh, emotions and feelings and prayer modes and those type of things. So um, all of this under the banner of the King, the Most High God. Uh, I serve the Father Creator um, and so that's my thing. I believe Yeshua was the way that he was the fullness of God's creative energy and truth in the world and that the world uh, unalived him for that. And by that sacrifice, um, I'm able to have my DNA repaired, my life aligned, my consciousness enlightened, my Christ consciousness is on, my third eye is open, um, and I can freely 
explore these things and share things and God will reveal things to me and through this community um, and I just believe that and I love that and I love you guys for being here uh, so thank you I'm about to have to go help my parents tonight they're getting ready for a garage sale so go research check out my links if you want to continue to join this uh, uh, you can lock onto uh, one you see when they lock onto your consciousness, they tune into your presence. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely believe that. And um, I'm learning. Uh, I think there's a lot of lost spirituality in the Bible. And uh, a lot of what Christ taught, I think the authentic teachings of Christ teach us how to be tuned in with the vibration of the throne of God, be, be tuned in with the kingdom within. Um, and be protected from things like that. You know, everybody says in the name, in the name, in the name. And I think in the name is so much more than just saying a couple of words. It's in the name inside you, in, in the wrapping of that kingdom of God, the wrapping of Yeshua, of Christ, um, that we're protected and ascended and enlightened and all good things, um, and that we can discern and we can love others and serve this world. And then we can look at and see and watch and experience even sometimes things like this and discern them as spiritual because all things in Scripture are spiritual for the spiritual person so that those who are not spiritual will not understand. And that is something that is said in the Bible, and I fully believe that. So uh, Let's see, a couple more questions. What verse were you just talking about with the glowing lanterns? That's literally like in Genesis somewhere. It's, it's I think with Moses, like uh, right before the tablets uh, and the burning bush. I'll try to share that in a TikTok uh, really soon. Like tomorrow I'm going to do some weird Bible verse TikToks um, and share some of that. So Revelation 16, 13 speaks about three evil spirits that resembles frogs. It reminds me of the grace. Yes. Ah, thank you, Raymond. Uh, I noticed that too a while back and I'm like what are these evil spirits like frogs that had the appearance like frogs like what the heck does that mean and then you think about the grays or even you know the little green type thing like oh come on guys this is all it's all tied together um, and so you know people say there's a deception on the world now and that we call them aliens it's just a different name we call God God now we call Yeshua Jesus now we call uh, you know, the we call Scripture the Bible now, even though Scripture's been edited down by man, instead of us having the fullness of Scripture and access to all of the spiritual knowledge, which I'm a big fan of, because I want to know the truth, and I don't trust another man to tell me what the truth is. Do I believe God can put in our modern Bible what's sufficient for salvation? Absolutely. But I'm looking to be empowered as a saint um, and I think you guys are too. So that's why I share more scripture like Book of Enoch, Gospel of Thomas, different stuff like that. So we have a hidden town in this country called uh, Wahunaki. Um, if ever one wished to meet uh, Anunnaki entities, interesting. Okay, I've got to look that up. Um, yeah, very, very interesting. And I would love to turn this into... Um, a, a traveling of the unexplained uh, exploration of paranormal activity as in a biblical context, the scriptural and spiritual light. Uh, hola, Jules, what's up? Welcome. Um, so maybe that's something God will let me do with this in the future as he leads this and leads this community. And we're at like 50,000 on Facebook now. Thank you guys. 
and we're almost at 50,000 here on TikTok. So I can't believe Facebook boomed like that. So I'm thank you, thank you guys for that. Um, and then we're at 1,500 on YouTube now. So you guys go grow that YouTube um, because I'm po- I'm posting all of these videos. If you want to watch these or listen to these back, they're on YouTube as well as the podcast. Just search Cup Cooker on your favorite podcast platform. I love you guys. I'm gonna bounce. Uh, I've got to go meet my parents, and I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful evening. We'll talk more about this stuff tomorrow. If you guys like this, uh, go check out the video I did on this. I show some more pictures and stuff from the TV show, Uh, but just comment on that, you know, more, 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 whatever. Like, let me know if you want to hear more about this ranch, more about the paranormal type stuff around ancient scripture, Um, and I would love to do more of it. So I love you guys. Peace. Have a beautiful evening.